This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. binge the whole fucking thing it, at three seasons and now on the current season and i told chris i'm like if you don't fucking watch this Our we're getting just we're over getting yeah. divorced i have the same thing sometimes when you make a recommendation that's like so strong yeah it's like you get personally no i offended. really need you to watch well, this man yeah sure because i know <laughs> this is in his wheelhouse it's magic-y sci-fi-y I think and I literally when I was telling Chris about it I was like I think maybe the only other person I could truly 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 recommend this to is possibly Christina like I feel like you would get the the nature of it what I really like about the show is that it's super fucking woke in a weird way like in the way that like very open sexually like sexual partners are very um you fluid mm-hmm. yeah it's mm-hmm. very fluid it's very i feel like a lot of those fantasy fantasy shows are like that like i feel like yeah. anything dealing with like vampires or magicians or like somehow their universe is like way more woke than ours yeah in that way or yeah. like way more sexually liberated than ours it is, is. A very yeah. sexually liberated mm-hmm. show i will say that um like yeah it's just i really thought it was good i so don't know speaking of sexual it's liberation dark. um Let's talk about that Zillow listing. Oh my god, you guys! Oh my god, okay. I didn't even see this. It, so I, I saw it in a couple pull up pictures. So my I, I have it saved. I know who posted it. Oh, you do? I have it saved. Okay. I saw it in a couple of different locations. Um, I kind of wish it. you hadn't told her was in the post first. Well, I didn't think we were going to talk about it. A and friend then... of mine posted and was like, "Can somebody buy me this house?" Okay. And he's openly like it, like a BDSM, like that's kind of his thing. Right. Okay, so you pull up this house, <laughs> and it looks like I mean. What style of house would this be? It's almost a colonial, like a colonial. situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it looks, looks very respectable. Right. It is in Maple Glen, Pennsylvania. So You're like, like bricks, and it's got a red it's got door. A red door. So you know that means like rich. It kind of looks like um, the McAllister house from Home Alone. Oh my god, a little totally. Bit. Like, that's what it looks like. So you want to scroll through? Yeah. So you you take it. Just keep scrolling. You scroll. You just you know it's just beautiful. Like casual. It's beautiful. Five bed, it's, three bath, five thousand square foot. Beautiful backyard. Yard. You got a pergola in the backyard. Ooh, that kitchen's nice. It's a little nouveau riche bougie in it that is, like there's a few bougie. things that are kind of like gaudy that I'm like, was this it's rug like necessary? Board. Like, you know, that I wouldn't totally do. I'm more of a clean slate kind oh of God, person in my house. California King and the master. But then just you're, wait for the so next you're scrolling, you see. you're scrolling along, you're like, things are looking very By the way, comes normal. furnished. Yes. Comes it, fur- oh, I Oh, okay. Well, hold on. Our, our listeners don't even know what's happening. So you keep scrolling and <laughs> yeah. you're like, it everything looks pretty normal. Yeah. 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 Oh, and they've then- got a gym. Oh, there's an attic. And sure we've got time? some more staircases. And no, they must have taken <gasps> it off. They took it down. No okay, guys. It only, it so, only goes to 39 oh, photos. Oh, they took it, it down. They took it down. Because, okay, slide 41. <laughs> <laughs> used to be there because I think it went viral. It went it's viral because so... I saw it posted on Drinkerinos and then I also saw it posted <laughs> elsewhere. Um, 
Slide 41 and then several after. So you're like, okay, they yeah, remodeled totally the kitchen. normal house. It looks totally normal. And then as if it belongs there. Just normal. Just normal. Sex dungeon. That's sex dungeon. There's like a guillotine. There's like ropes on St. the Andrew's bed. Cross. There's like a, f- a the swing. Bed, the bed has like all the bars on it so you can like cage up. And uh-huh. like Unnecessary can... mirrors. Like this room no, is. No, no, no. Totally tor- necessary. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Completely this, this necessary room is mirrors. Only for sex. Like for sex only. Yeah. And like crazy kinky sex. And it's weird because you, you get like. Four pictures you of mean the sex dungeon. Awesome kinky sex. I know. I was oh, just gonna say right. that stuff costs so much money. So much and money. It, if it comes with the house, yeah. I'm kind of like, no, but you're but not gonna use it. Are you gonna use that? That's a reason why they invented bleach. Nope. <laughs> no. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Because and you not, wouldn't. Not use... everything goes in places. Right. You wouldn't right. use a secondhand. Would you use? You wouldn't use a secondhand sex toy. If no. Happens. No. That's no, different no, though. No, no. Like these things don't insert themselves yeah in but you, you can sterilize a sex way but it's the okay, thought of what it's being used for that's insertional i'm not using anyone's sex <laughs> swing i'm sorry i'm not using anyone's sex swing i'm not putting my naked ass in there's no way you could get that thing clean enough well, for I me mean, to not be like we've, grossed we've out we've all gotten busy on like a yeah. frat guy's bed or yep. something like that you know how many bare asses have been on that sure like they my ass their has been sheets. on a stranger's sink before yeah, exactly. Know. Well, I mean, if so. we're going to, to be honest, like the grossest thing we could ever have sex on is anything in a hotel room. Like that's the nastiest well, thing. Well, that's definitely happened. You could ever have sex Absolutely. on. Absolutely. But still, I don't know that I could get it. I don't think, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> like, I wish, I wish slide 41 was actually still there. I, I should have screenshotted it for yeah. you, to be honest. I really should have. But, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess that's a question because... I don't know. That was a question I've heard before. You can donate sex toys. What? You can donate them to like Goodwill. Wait, okay, that's no, Wait, no. yes, no, but no. like I Not would use. never use them. I mean, how do you know? Well, I mean, packaging. That's how you would know. I mean, but like, I mean you mean like it has to be still sealed in the yeah. packaging? I don't know. I who don't know. who would who, who takes these donations? Who? FYI. <laughs> huh? Who takes these? Whoever works at the Goodwill. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, so Goodwill takes. That's what I heard is that Goodwill would take them because you can sanitize them, but I don't care. You know what That's I'm saying? Same thing. Like, Goodwill also takes like panties. I'm not and wearing stuff, those I'm either. Like, I'm not no, wearing or those swim, either. Swimwear. And here's uh, and here's the thing about those is like uh, like swimwear. Yeah. Like you won't wear swimwear, no. but you'll use a used sex swing. Mm. Uh, swing, Why? Swing you got me. Different. You like, got me there. No, but like a swing is different. Like I don't think I would use a swing, but like a St. Andrew's cross or or yeah, like things uh, you that know. you're gonna attach like yeah. your arms or your legs, legs to. to. Yeah. I'm fine with that. But I you're think right. I might I be think, okay with that. But like, I think the swing is is where. Yeah, we're yeah, and I'm issues. and I'm getting a new mattress for that bed I as mean, well. Like that's not material. happening. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. I mean, is this leather? I mean, leather seems real cleanable. Are you on the fence about the swing? A little. No. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Leather yeah. leather you can wipe down. I don't know. Yeah. It is kind of poor. It is a hard swipe. It's a hard no for me. <laughs> on the swing. On the swing, it's a hard no for me. Because yeah, if you're not gonna I wear second hand talking about this, this isn't gonna happen. It's hypothetical, but I'm just saying if you're not gonna wear a second hand swimsuit, you can't oh, wear definitely not. you can't wear someone else's sex swing. Except yeah. how okay. Okay, so here it is. Have you ever borrowed a friend's swimsuit? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But, but that's, that's different. That's different. You like, know where I, you know I whose know, vagina I, that's been I, on. Exactly. That's what 
what yeah. I was gonna say. I know that my friends I know that vagina. They have a That's good fine. clean <laughs> vagina situation happening. It's not weird. We all went to a Korean spa together. We've seen each yeah. other's vaginas. Exactly. We have that been naked fair. in a hot tub together. Yeah, I don't it's think fine. it's fine. It's yeah. fine. But well, like, you know, I've also been inside like a Walmart. I'm like, I don't don't want to wear those people's swimsuits. Sometimes. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Touche. I don't want no, I to agree. participate in their sex dungeon either. I agree. And again, you don't know whose sex dungeon. You I don't mean, know I, those people. You will when you're signing at your closing. Are you looking true. them in you're the like, eye? You're like, you're like, give them the big eyes. They're like part, part of the fine print. I'm like, you're part need, of the lifestyle. I need details about your vagina <laughs> in order to. <laughs> um, if you could just fax me over your last pap smear, um, <laughs> so I can take a look at that, make sure <laughs> everything is okay, everything's good to go. I don't want anything crawling in crowds. All the details about the flora and fauna. Of your situation. Yeah, because I, okay, I will say, yeah, oh, that, that I, I said weird. I didn't mean to say weird. Well, I mean, weird sex doesn't mean bad sex. I think that it looks fun. It does look like yeah. a very fun room that I would enjoy having fun in. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. I would feel very weird about being like, I own this person's secondhand sex. Yeah. Dungeon. No, totally. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Someone carefully they went and they carefully they, picked out that yeah. stuff. Right. What do you think they felt the fabric in this situation? Like divorce. especially because they're like selling with furnished. Oh, divorce. You think? Divorce. Or really? I'm yeah. And then they'll split the assets. I'm yeah. all they died. They died in the sex dungeon. Oh no. <laughs> and now they haunt so now oh. not only do you have used Ooh, it's also sex haunted. dungeon, it's haunted. also haunted. <laughs> okay, oh, listen, no. we're just on it with the pivots today. So Speaking of haunted, um, (laughs) Anthony shared this to our Facebook wall, and I was like uh, immediately saving this so we can talk about it. I didn't even open it. it. I just, I was like, no. Well, guess what, guys? I opened it so you didn't have to. Thank God. God. So Anthony shared this with us, and we were like, I was very confused, disturbed. I had many feelings. Again, we've talked about like objectum sexuals before. We've talked about people who fuck ghosts before. I think we've even maybe touched on like dudes and sex dolls. Like I think we've talked yeah, about yeah, all of yeah. these things. What we have not talked about is kind of like a weird mashup of all of that stuff. <laughs> right. I just got chills. Yeah. Is this woman <laughs> I am so freaked out by this. This woman yeah, that she's picture like picture is terrifying. It's, both of the pictures are terrifying. It's nightmares. She's a twenty year old woman and she Married a zombie doll that is like I, I mean disgusting, disgusting looking. Disgusting looking. It's, it's so scary. It also looks like a child. It's like small. Yes, and it's missing a jaw, and the oh. face is like bloody. God, and it's so creepy. And I read the article. Like I, I did the deep dive. Oh and, my god. Um, oh no. It's no. very strange. The doll is a female doll. Okay. But she wore a tux because she is, her words, not mine, the male in the relationship. Wow. And she would feel more comfortable in a tux. So okay. they bought her a tux. The doll would. The doll. The doll, of mm-hmm. course. The doll. The doll in it. Because I think her name is Kelly. Let me see. Let me make sure. Kelly has lots of opinions. <laughs> yes. So things. Felicity is 20 and she has married 37-year-old Kelly the zombie doll. Oh, my God. 
Um, yes. And I've seen these pictures. I'm like, you have family at this event. Like, can you? No. My mother would smack the shit out of me. She would institutionalize me because there's clearly something wrong. And, you know, she says, she says, our wedding ceremony was beautiful and perfect, exactly the way I dreamed it would have been. Oh. Um, she said, I made sure the whole wedding was done really? properly. Really? So it would be as official as possible. We consummated the marriage afterwards. Oh, God. Oh, God. But then she goes on to say, and yeah. I'm, wondering, I'm uh. wondering if she's... I'm wondering if she's you know, processing her grief in a really fucked up way because she got this doll from her dad. Her dad bought her this doll right. whenever she wanted it when she was like 12. And she's like, I denied my feelings for her for years. And it was like four years ago when she started like embracing her feelings. Um, but it wasn't until like after her father died that she was Ooh. like yes, we're in a relationship and we're going to get married. Oh. So I wonder if it's a weird way of like processing her grief or mm. something. Yeah. But, but yeah, she says she's um, very happy and she doesn't mind that Kelly doesn't have a jaw or look strange. <sighs> you know, I Ugh. mean, she's not hurting anybody. Exactly. I mean, I mean exactly. it freaks me out, those photos but of that. How weird- is there consent? I mean, yeah. you know my rules. Yeah. Where, how does, how does the dog consent? Yeah, but I mean, it, you have to look at inanimate. it as any other, yeah, inanimate object. Cause like, yeah, how does a vibrator consent? Doesn't. Oh, mine does. <laughs> You're like, no, mine. I programmed it. It's the male Siri it's voice. Like, yes. Yes. I'm interested. <laughs> this um, is great. This is all I've ever wanted. Um, That's all my dream come true. <laughs> That's where I land with it too, where I'm like, yeah, you're not hurting anyone. Yeah. So it's fine, but also if that was my family member, oh, I'd, I'd be the concerned. Shit out of like I'd just be concerned. Like I'd yeah. be like I I feel like there's a disconnect here, and like shit, I got family members who post shit on Facebook that concerns me. This is this is a level. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, yeah. Oh man, Ugh. it's shocking, is what. That's it. It's shocking. It's very weird to look I think, at. I think you hit the nail on the head that it's it's totally like a grief thing because. Here's the other thing um, that is prevalent. Uh, some people like hump pillows and dolls and stuff. Like that's how they, or that's how they masturbate. That's how they get off or whatever. We're yeah, just, we watched you. We watched exactly. So I I don't know. Or it's just something that that's the way that she gets off. And then combined with her like father's death and all this other weird stuff, it just kind of you can project click emotion weird in her head onto mm. an object. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's strange. I mean, I do think it's like a branch of that objective sexual thing that we talked about. Where yeah, it's definitely. Like, I mean, it's humanoid looking. Whereas we talked about the woman who married the Berlin Wall, which that is not. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's still you're projecting a personality onto an inanimate object. Like yeah. It's all the same. You're you're assuming it has feelings and can consent and can marry you. And like, right. so I don't know. I don't know. It's very strange. It makes me sad. It makes me sad. And I don't mean to like poke fun at it but i'm just like guys guys, <laughs> I feel like we guys. have to talk about it it's like yeah. honestly like chucky not scary at all this like, doll that doll is frightening the scariest thing i've Which ever also seen in my makes life. me wonder i'm like i was a weird kid at 12 like 
Oh, totally. I was a very weird kid. Oh, everybody's weird at 12. And I spent a lot of time in Hot Topics. I was very (laughs) odd. But never once would I have asked my mom for a doll like, this yeah, yeah no, and no. everyone can have their hobbies like yeah. i don't care but... i mean i just never was that uh, like into that morbid stuff like i had fr- i had friends who were i had friends who were like super into like emo Bloody. yeah like yeah you know Whew. Well, i was into it only well, in the sexy way like vampires yeah well i was too. <laughs> only I mean, bloodiness only bloody in the sexy way vampires doy they're so hot so hey guys it's so real you are listening to my worst date <laughs> Hi. Hi, I'm Keegan. I'm Cassie. I'm Christina. Hey. So we wanted to kind of touch on our live show. Yeah. You yes. guys, which we put up um, our first live show night uh, as our episode last week. We're going to be putting up our second live show night next week. Mm-hmm. But we just wanted to take a moment and kind of bask in the glow of how wonderful yeah. it was. Yes. It was Amazing. such a it was such a big deal for us and I'm so proud of us for being able to put in the work that it took to make that a reality because it's very easy to say like this is something that we want to do and talk yourself out of it by being like maybe we're not ready or this or that or the other and we kind of just said no we want to do it we're going to do it and that's and it. we did and then we yeah. did it and there were so many like hurdles and things to figure yeah. out that yeah. we didn't know and we did, like though. yeah and it went as perfectly as i think it could have possibly gone oh, yeah it really did it felt like we were doing this forever we had such a wonderful crowd so i want to thank all of our friends for coming out i want to thank um chris and joe yes. for helping so much and i also want to thank a lot of the people who come out who just listen to the podcast. Like yeah. we had some people come out who are just yes. like, yeah, I listen to your podcast every week. Oh my God. Was Leah. So cool. That was that so That was cute. the most awesome. I was so happy so, to meet her and throw a hug on her. So sad that we couldn't hang out. We actually missed cross paths. We had and a misconnection uh, situation. Yeah. yeah. We so bummed that we didn't get to go have cocktails with her. But uh, yeah, she moved to Los Angeles and wanted to come see the show. And yes. I was like, that's fucking awesome and then we also had our buddy chris kim from faces and aces yeah and we had uh mj and brie from keeping it casual came in from vegas from freaking vegas to come to the show so yeah yeah, big big shout out it was a lot of fun so thank you to everyone we are going to be posting the saturday show next week so even though it says live i would like to toot my own horn here and say <laughs> that the sound is fucking impeccable it is, it is. great and that's all thanks to christina christina yeah. was the sound person on this man yeah you oh killed my it God. it was so really it's it sounds like not, a, a regular episode it sounds like a regular episode so you get to enjoy um you get to enjoy us live um along with a little bit of laughs in the background but it's it's definitely uh if you're like me sometimes i tend to turn off live podcasts you're going to want to turn this on cuz it's it was a lot of fun doing it in front of an audience i yeah. will have to say it was a different experience and our saturday show the a the fucking stories <laughs> oh were God. so fucking hilarious they were bananas that's a b and c my god are you kidding me like that was yeah so our saturday good. night stories are so funny. great um yeah they're i mean great in that they're horrible awful. oh yeah they're horrible awful yes. scary yes <laughs> um, i think the friday night shows were good were good stories too but the saturday were just you know, I think that we gave both audiences what they came there for, and we yeah. do want to do more live shows in the future. So if you wanted to come to this one, because I did have people contact me and say, like, 
really wanted to make it out was out of town or whatever. Um, we are going to do more in the future. Yeah. So yeah. we'll definitely keep you guys updated on that stuff as we move forward. Yeah. yeah. London, we're coming. And uh, <laughs> yes, if you guys have any leads, London, we see you. We see you second on our list of cities. Yeah. So if you guys have any leads on venues, yeah. uh, we're all ears. Yeah. Hit me up. <laughs> um, we also want to give a huge shout out to as well to um, keep it weird and to boobies and newbies. Yes. Yeah. So, and who... they, they opened for us on Friday and Saturday night, respectively. Yeah. And we're awesome. I'm Fucking so amazing. happy that we had them on. I think it's so important for like not only for like women to support each other, but also for like podcasters to support each other and anyone who's doing anything. It's just like bring other people in. There's yeah. so much like room for. Well, and everyone said what great lead-ins they were to yes, our show. Like what yeah. great some, you know. That Complimented they, us very exactly. well. Exactly. It was mm-hmm. their both shows were very complimentary to each other and that it worked well together to well, have they, them. Yeah, so they you guys did a lot of work to. They did. Yeah. To, yeah. To pick. And so I, yeah, I can't thank them enough for being a part of, of this experience. Yeah. So That's if you guys good. haven't listened to them, definitely give Keep It Weird and Boobies and Newbies a listen. If you want to hear me again. For whatever reason, if you're not tired <laughs> of listening to my voice, I will be doing another episode with Boobies and Newbies with my other podcast, and that would go up sometime in in March. So definitely give them a listen, and and I'll let you guys know when that episode's going to come up too, in case you want to listen to it. But go support Kelly. She's amazing. Uh, yeah, go support Kelly and Lauren and Ashley. Let's do our fuck Mary kill. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, because okay. it's. Oscar time. Yes, it's Oscar time. so excited. I love award season. This is the second year in a row that I will be out of town for the Oscars, and I will miss the Oscar party that our friends have. And I'm bummed out. Wait, we're having an Oscar party? I'll I'll miss the Oscar party as well, because... Fireman's gonna be. Oh, in you town. have a, a male yeah. a male visitor. She's got a fire. It <laughs> needs to be put <laughs> Somebody please send us good fire puns. Uh, yeah. Please this, fire sex puns. This one where we got our fingers crossed. Is he listener. invited to your fire festival? Oh my oh. god. <laughs> but that's not good. You don't <laughs> want it to be a fire festival because that's a disaster. Exactly. Well, yeah, but uh Hope not. <laughs> is my vagina like the fire festival? Well, I don't know. <laughs> is it a, viewers can is it discuss. Fire F I R E or Fire F Y R E? Which fire are we talking about? Exactly. They have no. different connotations at this point. Very, very, um, very excited for that weekend. So I, I do not think I will be able to make it to the party. <laughs> so. But yes, let's talk about the gentleman. So we thought we would do um, Best Actor nominated. Fuck, Mary kill. So I think we got to do Rami Malek because even though I'm not sure that I think he deserves to win the Oscar, sure. he did win the Golden Globe and yeah. he's been cleaning up. I think he maybe won the SAG Award too. And his, I don't know. I, I liked Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't know that I think that it was the most groundbreaking performance I've ever seen. Uh, but I like Rami Malek. So I think we have to include him. Yeah. Okay. I think we have to include Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper for A Star Is Born, yeah, because he was drunk hot in that movie. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then we are down between three. But you know what? We've talked about Christian Bale as Batman. Yeah, we've talked talked about Viggo Mortensen as Aragorn. Yeah, yeah. Who we have not talked about <laughs> is Willem Dafoe. 
So, uh-huh. all right, <laughs> all right. I kind of oh feel like we need God. to throw him in. Here we go. So we've got Rami Malek, uh-huh. we've got Bradley Cooper, and we've got Willem Dafoe. Okay, go. Willem Dafoe looks like a human Pepe Le Frog. He's very scary. Oh, I, I, I don't see Pepe Le Frog. There's a weird. No, I don't either. I, I have a weird attraction to him. Really? I don't know why. Yeah, I, I think that he scares he's, me. He's oddly t- attractive. Okay, in like an odd way. I, but you know, I like. He's odd. your Crispin Glover. He's my Crispin Glover. Yeah, because I don't think Crispin Glover is necessarily. Yeah. I mean, he's okay, but he's just, you know. Yeah. Dude, I I, I get think, it. Crispin Glover is yeah. not everyone's cup of tea, and yeah. he's fucking weird looking. If I but... had to pick, I would pick Crispin Glover over Willem Dafoe. But I will say there's something about Willem Dafoe where I'm like, I bet you'd be good to me. I don't know what yeah. it is about him he that I'm like, like, I bet you would be. He seems like a genuine guy. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like a genuinely, probably a really nice guy. Yeah. Like, he looks scary, but he's probably like, yeah. he's probably, it's like, okay, I shouldn't say this because you don't, anyway, he, he looks <laughs> like that uncle that you had that you're like kind of scared of him. And then when you get to know him, you're like, oh, actually, he's like my favorite uncle. He always brings me candy or whatever. Because <laughs> there's always like that person that you're like, you're scary, but you're actually the nicest. And that's probably right. him. Yeah. 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 I, I'll go first. Um, okay. I'm going to do this. I'm going to kill Rami Malek. Okay. Because I don't fuck 12 year olds. Um, <laughs> I'm offended right now. I feel like he looks like he's 12. Does and look I am very young. I'm not attracted to him at all. Not even in the slightest bit. Okay. All right. Um, I am going to... God, I think that I'm going to fuck Willem Dafoe just so I can marry Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Are we doing... Let's let's ask quick question. Are we doing the actors? Are we doing the characters oh, that they shit. played in I, the film? Because I think this we is have gonna be to do the actors re- because I don't know what Willem oh, Dafoe yeah. did. Okay, okay, okay. So I think we that have to do the actors. Yeah, because, yeah. Okay, because because I'm like, if Mary no, Dick Cheney. It, uh, well, <laughs> Dick, he's not even in contention. <laughs> oh. uh, no, Freddie, Freddie Mercury, Mercury. Right, or, right. or freaking... Um, that was Christian Bale. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that movie. I saw Vice. Vice, yeah. Um, okay. You know what? All right. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to, I'm going to kill Willem Dafoe. I I just don't, I don't, I don't feel it. It's cool. It's not, not my thing. I feel like I'm going to be the most oddball one. I feel like mine is going to be the hot take. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to fuck Rami Malek. It's, uh, he looks like he, I mean, all the interviews and everything I've seen, he looks hella awkward he's weird he's real weird uh, he's, he's gonna, weird he's gonna do some really unexpected things yes, down he there is. yes that he i'm is. just like i've never thought to do that, that or strange. put that there and that's okay yeah i actually <laughs> you know what i didn't know my legs could do that that's good um this is good information for later <laughs> yeah like i i feel like he's very strange every interview i've ever seen him because unlike Cassie, like I actually think he's cute. Like I think Rami Malek is cute. I don't think he's that like that attractive, but he's not. He's not bad looking, and he's just so fucking awkward. I kind that of I, like I that he's of, awkward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where like I'm it. like, it puts me at ease because I'm like, dude, you're weird. His like awkwardness bothers me less than his face. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think just, it's too. I, I do looking. think that that's a hot take. I think it's a hot take that his face bothers you, but Willem Dafoe's face is fine. <laughs> Spicy. Like, <laughs> I know. I told you I had the hot take. I think for that that's a strange take for sure. Because that man's face. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna marry Bradley Cooper. Good yeah. fucking god, is he attractive in yep. so many ways? And he's like 
And I've also heard because my fr- so uh, nice. a girl that um, I do her hair, she's told me she did something with him and she said that he is also extremely fucking nice in real life. Like he's <gasps> extremely okay. Here's, here's nice. the thing about Bradley Cooper. I need to process what I'm going to do here. Because my instinct is to say what you said, Christina, but let, let me process this out loud for a second. Okay. The thing about Bradley Cooper, I believe he's very nice. I also believe he's the type of guy who would cash you in for a younger model mm. eventually. Mm. Because every time I've ever seen, I don't think it's that hot of a take because every time I've seen him, look at who he dates. Like everyone's been with the same girl for, for a really minute, long time. Not a really long time because he was dating someone. Because I remember there were those gross pictures of him with, I don't know if it was her when she was 19 oh. or some girl when she was 19 and they were laying on the beach and she was reading Lolita, which is a little on uh, the fucking nose. Yeah, it's a little, um, that's a little too on the nose. She, he dates a lot of, which, listen, is fine. But he dates a lot of very young supermodels, Mm. which is fine. But I feel like a guy like that who's used to pulling that, I think he's a nicer dude than someone else who does that, which is Leonardo DiCaprio. Ugh. Um, At least he looks better doing it. Yeah, shit. So that's my concern with him is like, I feel like he would cash you in eventually. You know what I mean? But then you would cash in. Would you? Yeah. Women don't do the same no, I'm I'm saying you would cash in oh, like that money. That I'd motherfucker's like, gonna preen up you. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Bradley Cooper is not gonna marry you without a like, prenup. No. no way. No way. <laughs> Rami Malek might be awkward enough to marry you without a prenup. Like he might be weird enough to do that. Um, Rami Malek is the type that would like keep your skeleton around. Oh, like, I mean, no. that's, that's wear your skin that's the thing. like a suit. That's the thing. I feel like Rami Malek is He's either so like he, he could be fun awkward or he could be so creepy, like creepy awkward like you would, awkward. you would like yeah. you would like wake up in the middle of the night and he's just standing over you like watching yes. you like <gasps> with those giant eyes no, and so no. i'm like see no i feel strong mm, in my conviction yeah okay you're right all right all right all right here's the thing because i do think rami malik's cute like, and i like him okay i like him <laughs> and in, then you ran out of in interviews i loved that thing whenever he tried to touch nicole oh, kidman my god I, I watched that like a hundred times because who has not had precious. that moment and i think his response is so precious because it's so relatable like so at the Golden Globes he was on the stage and he knows Nicole Kidman so he was trying to like congratulate her but he's like behind her and he keeps like trying to be like hey like to, oh, to no. tell her congratulations and she doesn't see him <laughs> no. so she keeps like walking away and he's like um excuse oh and then he just kind of like awkwardly like turns and like puts his hands down because he's like well this would there's, be me so hard. It makes Nothing me feel like me. more uncomfortable like, than like a like do. high five, and then no, so, and then you're like, no. oh, no. It, well, it was like my my hug or handshake situation at my job interview, yes. and so there's part of me that's like, he's probably precious, like, yeah. but I don't know if I can take that risk because I think he rides the line between precious and and serial killer also seems like the kind of guy like kind of christian bale ish or gets too deep into his roles into his roles bradley cooper does not do it's Ah! like bradley cooper's riding the surface and i'm like i like that about you exactly the most work you're gonna do is a sam elliott impression (laughs) that's the most work you're gonna do and and i I appreciate that with that i can't i can't live with so whatever weird role i'm I'm gonna do the same as you i am going to Nothing against Willem Dafoe. That's cool. 
Nothing against him, no, but no, yeah, I'm, I get it. I'm gonna not you personally, Willem Dafoe. I'm sorry, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, um, he's definitely listening. Yeah, I, if you're listening, <laughs> oh we just God, lost a fan. Awesome. <laughs> if you're listening, send us an email letter. <laughs> I will Here's reconsider. <laughs> I will reconsider Good my choice. take if Willem Dafoe writes us a letter. Oh my God, I will totally. reconsider. Um, you're but like yeah, Miriam. I'm gonna go ahead and kill Willem Dafoe. I am gonna go ahead and fuck Rami Malek. We'll see if that awkwardness pays off. Maybe when my when the bottom falls out of my marriage with Bradley Cooper, I can circle back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, circle back to Rami if it went zombie. well. Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of, I'll zombie, I'll resurrect. Hi, you up. I'll send Rami a you up text been, when my marriage falls been apart. Been thinking about you. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm going to marry Bradley Cooper because I feel like it will burn fast but it'll burn bright you know yeah. what i mean it'll be yeah. fun he seems yeah. like that person who's like super super attentive yeah like yes the, you know i feel it. like when he's in it in he's it. in it then he's gonna get bored yeah. yeah but i feel like while he's in it we're gonna go on boat trips yep. we're gonna yep. fucking hang out on the beach yep we're gonna, gonna play gonna with dogs like oh my it's god he's fun. gonna like cook dinner like shirtless yeah and, he is uh, well that dog in um star is born dog. was his dog so i'm like i get to cuddle with that dog <gasps> I'm like, all right. And all and right. I get to hang out with Lady Gaga. I'm like, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Can we be friends? All right. Exactly. We need to, I, I'd be friends with all of them, actually, though. I would really. do, I'm actually. Honest. I would do, actually. Willem Dafoe does have a sense of humor about himself. I know. That I he'd appreciate be, a lot. He'd be fucking dope yeah. to drink, like, whiskey with. Oh, my God. Right? Yes. I think he'd be the smoke a joint with kind of guy. Oh, I I, totally. I want to see Willem Dafoe on like a drunk history. Like I yes. want to see him drinking whiskey, yeah. telling uh, telling me something about oh, history. I think that'd be my amazing. God. Producers I want of drunk history. So Can you make bad. this happen? Yes. Right. Oh, my God. Which, by the way, guys, I'm just going to put this out in the universe because I would love it to manifest itself. I would like to be just successful enough to be on Drunk History. Same. Like, I feel like I think every so single funny. podcast episode that we've done, I am Drunk History. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that's how I feel. I'm like, I just yes. want someone to like spoon feed me wine and I'll tell you some dope ass history, history. shit. Yeah. Exactly. I think it would be so also, fun. Though, I want to act it out too. I want to do that part. We'll do like, both. both. Like, I'll do both. With yes. the shit they're saying. Yes. I want to play on both aspects of it. But yeah, yeah if anybody yeah. who's listening is just like, I've got an in yeah. at Drunk History. Hook um, us up with that. Let them know about this podcast because <laughs> I, I will. I'll feel like, okay, you know, achievement unlocked if, Absolutely. Uh, if I can get on. Level up. <laughs> Well, awesome. You guys want to take five and then we'll come back with stories? Yes. Cool. Awesome. And we're back. I, we're did, not, I did not know we were back. I, I was like, <laughs> what's happening? Okay, girl, uh, that's your part. All right. Well, I'm up first because I have the crazy in love today. Yes. Hell yeah. Um, this story comes from us from a submission we got from our um, website. And um, she said she'd like to be referred to as Bloronica. 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 She said, in fact, she said, if you use my name, can you please call me Bloronica? <laughs> I mean, it would, she said it would make my year. Yes, so, we absolutely can. So, Hello. Bloronica. Bloronica. How you doing? How you doing? So she says, 
In October of last year, I was newly single. I left my husband of six years and decided I was ready to see what the dating scene was all about. My friends encouraged me to get on Tinder and just have a little bit of fun. What what friends you got? <laughs> get on Tinder. Have some fun. Have some fun. You you know what? You've got friends who have not been in the dating scene. Yeah. Exactly. I would have said that to you. I would have been like, go do it. Like I'm like living yeah. vicariously. I'm like, have fun. Get <laughs> out you. there. I don't I don't know what kind of cesspool it actually, actually is. is. Oh, those, those are what yeah. her friends are doing right yeah. now. Yeah. She said, so I downloaded the app and started swiping. She says, by the way, do your fingers ever get tired from swiping left? Do you ever space out swiping left and stop looking? Yes. (laughs) Yes. That is so fucking on point. There's so many times where I'm like, I don't know where I've been for the last five minutes. Have you missed like have you, you missed miss some great opportunities yeah, just pretty, swiping pretty left? Just swiping left. You know it what? becomes it's, hypnotic after a well, while. Is it one of those things where like has this ever happened to you? And I think I listened to a stuff you should know that explained why this happened, but of course I can't remember now. But has it ever happened to you where like all of a sudden you're home and you're like, I've been driving for the last 30 oh, minutes. Oh, God, yes. And I don't re- I don't remember I'm, anything. I was not paying attention to driving right. at all. You're just so you're zombied just, You just zone yeah. out. And I, it's like, that seems dangerous, I do it? that on dangerous. the way home from work. I mean, I feel like that's something that happens with like a route that you take yeah, like your day in, day on, like, out. And autopilot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Same thing happens with Tinder. After you've yeah. been using it's it for autopilot. a while, you're just mm-hmm. like, no, 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 no. Yes, no, no, no. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Yeah. It's an algorithm. (laughs) It really is. Uh, She says, I matched with uh, a few guys and set up a date with one. He was a tattoo artist and was working at a shop that was really well known in the area. I loved his work. And as a creative person myself, I couldn't help but be interested. Despite the fact that my friends had warned me to never date a tattoo artist. Mm. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I would for sure. I, I just want more a, tattoos. As a group of <laughs> right? artists, I feel like it could go either way. Like, well, it's the same reason why. Like, musicians. I I tend to try to steer clear from musicians, actors. I've hung I would say out the same with thing. Musicians, my whole life. Like, I. Yeah, I I understand <laughs> it because I'm just like uh, like, and it's nothing against these people. Like, I'm an actor. Actors are weird. I don't know that and I'd want to date an actor. As a musician, it's just like I've dated, mus- I've dated musicians. I mean, I am. But yeah, but like he's not a weird one. You know what I'm saying? Like tattoo artists, same. I can see that. Like artists yeah. in general, you're either going to get a great one either get or him. you're going to get somebody who's going to ruin your life. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, I I like the idea if you're a, a super creative person, if that's like your 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 bag, your pursuit and stuff, I feel like you we're all weird. You got to find the right weird. weird. Yeah. 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 I mean, and also like I've met very, very normal, like there's normal of anything, but like the guy who did the tattoo on my side, he was so cool and chill and normal. And like his wife, he was telling me how his wife doesn't have any tattoos. He's covered. Oh and his my wife gosh. has none. I follow him on Instagram. They have a baby. Aww. It's like the cutest. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know if she felt it. I could see. Sure. I, and I've worked at I worked at a tattoo shop in Miami for um for a bit, and all those guys were total sweethearts. They were like old school gentlemen. Nice. Like I guess really that's cool. yeah, that's that's fair then. Yeah, so, yeah, okay. Yeah, 
All right, so so far I'm team her. Okay, okay cool. give the tattoo artist a shot. <laughs> anyway, we decided to meet for lunch at a vegan cafe because he's vegetarian. I was more than happy to go somewhere with the healthy options because I am a very healthy, conscious person myself. Great. When I get there, he's really sweet and cute. He holds the door open for me and pulls open out the chair for me. It's it old, old school. It seemed like he was being a gentleman for the first date and wanted to make a good impression. Aww. Very nice. We chatted about our lifestyles. Which seemed uh, which seemed to match. I let him talk first so I could be sure he was being genuine. He was. Our date ended quickly because he had to get back to the shop for a walk-in appointment. But that was perfect. On a first meeting, just a couple hours is good enough for me. Absolutely. Yep. You guys, this is called my worst date. So Yeah, and I was We're just going to say... It's about yeah. to take a turn. Am I... <laughs> a first date, a couple hours is the perfect amount of time. Yeah. Totally. So... Oh, you are about to have a first date that's about to last 48 hours minimum. Oh, yeah. It's it's like 72 hours. Uh, I mean, I'm going to have a 72-hour oh, first date. Right. Well, if after the first... Well, you know what? You should meet him. You can cut all this out if Is you want. Is he staying yeah. with but you? Mm-hmm. Should, you should meet him at a neutral location. Like, like airport? Well, no, no, no. Pick, pick him up. <laughs> pick him up from the airport. Then do the thing go, where go you're like, lunch. do you want go, do you want to go to lunch or go to dinner? Uh-huh. Have a couple drinks. Do that. If you're getting a weird vibe, don't take him back to your apartment. Be yeah. like, I'm so sorry you came all this way, but it's I know okay that that's, that. but yeah. do that it's because totally okay. it's better to do that than to bring him into your house. Yeah. Yes. No shit. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, bring him into this house because we'll be moving by then. He won't know. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. This is empty. I have no furniture. Like, I'm going to oh step God. outside. I have also- to take a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> Drive away. <laughs> You just leave him in this empty house. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, we got to focus. Okay, sorry. Okay. Uh, so we planned a, a second date. I said I would drive because we were ta- making a trip over to Seattle, and I was more familiar with the area. We went out to eat with to another vegan restaurant, and the food was great. We had a great time. We continued our evening just driving around Seattle and talking. I'm a chatty person, and so was he. Um, that alone was fun for us. But then he needs to get home, which I assumed would be close by the tattoo shop. So I asked him where I'm taking him. And he tells me this town that is in the absolute middle of nowhere and at least three hours from where we were. Whoa. He offered to give me gas money and I drove him home. Three hours? Jesus. No, no. I decided to go ahead and take him home after a ferry ride and two and a half hours of driving. We're out in the Olympic National Forest on a rumble dirt road where he tells me he's living in a van. Oh, I'm screaming inside. We get to his fucking van and he's <gasps> living in a quote community with others who live in their camper vans. No. Oh no. my there God. It's a, a fucking call. It's a commune. You're going to get Charles Manson. Get out of there. <laughs> I am sketched out. He invites me in his camper van, which is surprisingly clean. He gives me a beer and asks if we want to watch a documentary on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> TV in there. No. So I'm tired. <laughs> How old are you? If you are older than 18, we are not watching a documentary together on, on your, your phone. phone. In the van. <laughs> so I'm tired from driving and I have a beer and start to watch this documentary. At this point, it's been a fucking long day. It's 3 a.m. I'm in a fucking camper in the middle, God knows where. Murder, murder, and murder. I'm just wondering how my life led me to this moment. 
I tell him I need to get home and how tired I am. He asks if I want to stay the night and I tell him I really want to sleep in my own bed. That's the nice way of saying you live in a fucking van. No. I'm that not trying correct. to fuck that you in correct. this van. I'm but not then, trying to fuck you on the floor. Exactly. I'm not no. Try- yeah. No. But then his phone goes off and hits his kid's mom, <gasps> who apparently is living in a cabin on this property, saying that I Ooh, need cabin. to leave. I, of course, got the out of there as fast as I could. I am forever scarred by Tinder. Clean cut homeless men exist, ladies. Beware right. before you end up in their van in the middle of Here's the woods. the deal with this situation. Wow. Once again, the question comes to us. What was your end game here? Yeah. Like, if this is your situation... Okay, I have many questions. <sighs> Here's the thing. That's the thing. Like... If you are like a free spirit and you live Open with live that. in a van in the woods, do you know how many people I know here in LA that would be totally fucking there fine with that? There are free spirited twenty year olds waiting they to fuck you. They're waiting that. for that they shit. They, they that. eat it up. Exactly. Um. So there's that. Also, does she explain how the fuck he got to work? I don't know. Who took him to? I mean, and he's clearly got a van. Why are you working three hours away? <laughs> One. Why didn't you it's drive mobile. your? Why didn't you drive your van? Your oh. home is mobile. Why didn't you drive your van to work? Two. If you didn't drive your van, how did you get to work? Three. Why do you yeah, work? You three hours away. Why do you work? No, they're three and- hours away from Seattle. So they had went to Seattle for work or like to, as like a date. But I, I don't think Seattle. So he is far, drove far there away. to meet her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm very confused there. Yeah. by this whole situation. He, she drove them to Seattle from wherever this town is that the tattoo Whoa. shop is, I'm assuming. But wow. it, but the tattoo shop is how far away from his home? That's, yeah. That's, like, that's what I mean. Like, so no. he ferries to work every day? I don't know. That's bananas. That is crazy. Yeah. It's a no from me on every yeah, fucking level. Yeah, and here's the thing. Like, you got to, I'm sorry, public service announcement you got to put kids on your fucking profile. Yes. I'm yeah. sorry. You have to put kids on your fucking profile because, uh, you know, I've I've gone out on on dates aplenty this year and through it I found, you know what, like kids are a deal breaker for me. Yeah. I don't unless have anything like against out them. of the house unless or something. Like out of the house yeah. or that like they're they're older, but like you got a two and a four year old with like another woman. It's just not something. It's Nothing just a against that you. Don't you. Deal it's with. a it's layer too complicated I don't want for to you personally. With. Put and it yes. on your fucking profile because it's a giant well, part of your life. Absolutely, yeah. and will be and for the be. next will foreseeable future. Exactly. Yeah, and, and absolutely. Should. Well, and for the rest of your don't life. Don't waste yeah. my fucking time. Yeah, please don't waste your time either. And, and because when I find out, I'm going to be like deuces. deuces. Yeah, and here's the thing: like, you don't have to put that you live in a van on your profile, but you might want to bring it up at the two-hour lunch date you like, had. Do you like? HGTV's tiny house. Yeah. <laughs> How are you feeling about survivalism? Is it on your list of to do's? What's his face? Bear McGinnis or he, whatever? Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls. McGinnis. Bear McGinnis. Is he a hero of yours? Do you like small screens? Are you one of the weird people who prefer the small screen to Do the big like screen? Cuddling on a soup small twin bed. <laughs> what if he didn't even have a pop socket? So he's just holding it, like holding it in the horizontal position to watch a documentary. My arms falling asleep. Yeah, uh, can we trade? <laughs> he leans it against can like a cabinet. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh my god. It's oh my a god. No, it's, it's a no. no on every it's level. A no. Listen. No. It's a no for me. It's not a no for everybody, but no. put it on your fucking profile. That's exactly it. It's like yeah, I don't want to be shamey. I feel like I can get shamey and like I don't mean to be shamey like Listen, you get into situations, you get into weird transitional periods right. where like this is where you are in your life. Right. Just don't bring in someone who's completely unsuspecting into that who drove three hours to right. be there. Right. Don't do that to somebody. You make That's somebody cool. drive three hours, give them a hot a meal and a decent fucking bed. And you got to give them a heads up that, of what they're going into because yes. it sounds like she didn't know no. until she got there. Yeah. And yeah. like, that's not okay. That's like, not okay. Because let her make that decision. Like, maybe she likes you enough that she's like, I will fuck you in this van. That's yeah. fine. Right. You know? But like, yeah. yeah, maybe heads up like, hey, just so you know, I don't want you to freak out when we get there. Right. Like it is in the woods. It and is this a is my it's situation. Kind of a, it's a community of people. Or you start driving me into the fucking Pacific Northwest woods. Yeah. I'm yep. about to get murdered. Yes. So oh, many amen. murders have happened in the Pacific so Northwest. So many murders. No. We've Thank seen you. all those documentaries. We yep. know yes. what's up. All right. So I have one that's kind of scary as well. So oh, we no. want to transition Shit. to another. Go for it. Yeah. So... I met this guy online and he begged me to come out to Los Angeles where he lives to meet him for months, but I blew him off. Good girl. Finally, I agreed. He literally seemed perfect. And when I finally met him, he was absolutely gorgeous, seemingly so sweet and had a great job and nice apartment. Hmm. Just in in Los Angeles, that's a big yeah. deal. Yeah. Just so he's married. Everything. I remember texting my sister like, OMG, where is the catch? Well, <laughs> the second day, uh, the second day we met, we were driving around and he started asking a bunch of random questions about my ex. At first I answered because why not? But then his demeanor completely changed. It was like someone flipped a switch, oh, like he no. was a different person. He called me a liar and started ranting <gasps> about how he never trusts girls because Whoa. we're all the same. <gasps> oh, what? no. Evidently, he somehow snuck away with my phone <gasps> and snooped through my messages. <gasps> he found a message from an ex that I hadn't deleted. I asked him to pull over and let me out. He wouldn't. <gasps> I seriously feared for my life for a second. Oh. I was debating whether or not to jump out of the car. Oh, my God. God. I tried to talk him down until finally he agreed to stop at a Starbucks. He, quote unquote, apologized. And I tried to enjoy the rest of the trip, but red flags all around. I wanted to ditch him right then and there. But everyone I knew convinced me to give him another chance because he, quote, Probably just did it because he liked me so much oh, and was insecure. God. Can we fucking yes. not with Never. that? Never. Ever. That Ever. behavior is so fucking toxic. On, on both sides. On If it was a girl or a guy. It doesn't matter. Like, it if, doesn't if matter. If they go off on you like that, like in that way, when you just met them and, and when you're being completely vulnerable, you're in their hometown. Correct. You don't know anybody. Right. And he, he's not pulling over. He's not respecting you and pulling over when you ask him to. Right. Like, that's your scary. Gut, he's your holding gut you is hostage. there for a second. Your gut is your fucking lizard brain that is a fight or flight response yeah. 
that kept you fucking alive, that kept your ancestors alive to procreate and make you. So trust that fucking lizard brain thing that says, I'm not safe here. If you're thinking of jumping out of the car on your right. first date, you are yep. so unsafe. Nope, and the it, fuck out of that. And she told me, because I, I wrote her back and basically said that, where it's like, I hate that because that's how people end up yep. in domestic violence situations. Yep. And she said that, yeah, like her sister... And like everyone was just like, well, you know, he's so good looking and he's so like <sighs> successful. We and so you got to stop t- talking no. about people because of the way they look. Just well, because and they're good looking or, or because of how much money people. they make. Like right. it doesn't matter if he's going to be abusive to you, which clearly. Yeah. Because wow. that's your first Could you imagine that's interaction. Your relationship? Yeah. You think that's going to end? No. In fact, that's he's only going to get a stronger. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, what if she had moved to Los Angeles for this person? Oh, my God. And, like, he's got you isolated now. He's got you away from your friends and your family. Like, and this is what he's giving you. Like, that shit is nope. scary. It's terrifying. Um, so she said she talked to him for a little while, but he ended up being a complete sociopath. Yeah. Wow. Who would have guessed? Yeah. Shocking. So she broke up with him. Um, and she said, too long to read. I almost got murdered by a guy I met online while driving around Beverly Hills. Yeah, no. Um, Yikes. Mine is, I love this one. We got this from an email. Someone emailed us and it says, Country Bumpkins by the Fish Tank. Okay. (laughs) So here we go. I got a good visual. Here we go. Hi, ladies. Happened in Walmart. (laughs) I have to say, I love the podcast and it keeps me entertained on my commute. Oh, thank you. I'm glad we can can Thanks help. so much. Yeah. Your great stories motivated me to send in my worst date. Hopefully this isn't too long. My worst date may be a bit untraditional. My husband and I enjoy an ethically non-monogamous relationship. Cool. Yes, we are swingers. Dude, like we said, no shame. Nope. All you got to have is consent. If and all parties are having a good time, exactly. then have fun. Have at it. And I got my own thing going, you know, that's kind of like that. It's like, you know, it's fun. We have dating apps just like those who date more traditionally. Anyway, I kind of feel like those dating apps might be just as messy as the ones that we're oh, on. No. Oh, absolutely. But I'm sure they're all. I would and love to take a look at this. you've got more people involved in this exactly. situation, which means like you're doubling the you're... chances of crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. <for> sure. <laughs> exactly. Uh, anyway, a couple reached out to us on one of these sites expressing interest in meeting. Their pictures were okay, and the few messages we exchanged were pleasant. We decided to meet at one of our favorite Japanese restaurants on a Saturday night. My husband and I are a little early. No big deal. Uh, Are you guys Midwestern? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Where are you from? Yeah. There was a little bit of a wait for a table. The other couple texts us to let us know they have arrived too. Hmm. We don't see them. Or anyone that looks like their photos anywhere. Oh, no. They reply that they are waiting by the fish tank. Oh, no. (gasps) Granted, this is a gigantic fish tank, but the people standing next to it look nothing like the pictures. Oh, no. (gasps) They are both a considerable number of pounds more than they presented themselves. The husband was missing teeth. (gasps) And the only other thing missing would have been a twig of hay in the corner of his mouth. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, As someone from Southern Missouri, I'm like, I know know you. I know know you. And again, we talked about the Walmart people on the sex swing earlier. It was probably these guys. Well, and honestly, it's just we've there's a dog for every Beth. That's exactly right. 
But also be honest on your dating be profile because someone's going to be fine profile. with that. Like someone's going to be fine with that. It's I gonna be don't their understand thing. what anyone's end game I don't, is. I don't either. Mm-hmm. I don't either. That, and being false about anything on your date. I'm, like, I'm so- nervous enough as is just by, like I legit thought about it. I'm like my new coworkers at my new job are going to find me on Facebook and they're going to be like, she looks so much better on Facebook than she does coming into the office. <laughs> like, I'm paranoid about that. And those are actual pictures of me. Yeah, current ones. I know. Right. And I'm like, reels. Yeah. I'm not edited. Yeah. Real life pictures. You guys, you guys know, I've been on so many dates where like people do, they, they have very outdated photos on it's there. It's weird. Just like, they think so... they're going to win you over with their personality. There has to be no other explanation it's for it. It's just a bad taste in your mouth. So don't ever fucking do it. So, <laughs> Despite the bait and switch, we introduce ourselves, finally get our table, and proceed to have dinner with this couple straight out of hee haw. <laughs> My husband and I have an escape word if a date isn't going well and we have Smart. no interest in <gasps> nice. taking it any, any further with a couple. After we order, I politely excuse myself to go to the ladies' room and quickly text my husband our Panama. Think <gasps> Matthew McConaughey escaping the burning boat in that movie, Sahara. <laughs> I don't that know is, what you're talking I've about, never but seen Sahara, I but I'm anything with Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I'm totally awesome. on board. Not only was this couple unattractive, but they were so country, and we couldn't sustain a conversation with them. So I get that. It's like, like you said, it's like, okay, you don't look like your photos, okay, but, but like win, win me over, me over then, with your personality yeah. or something, yeah. then too. But that didn't no work. Boy, no we finish our dinner as quickly as possible, even pick up the bill and make an excuse that one of our kids isn't well and we won't be able to continue the date. Nice to meet you. We part ways. My husband and I decide we don't want to end our evening and decide to go hang out at our local swinger club. We can at least enjoy <gasps> our night out and oh, catch no. up with a don't, few of our don't friends. Tell me they show up. Don't oh, tell yeah. Me they show I feel up. it. I feel it in my bones. <gasps> we don't get out often. Let's still enjoy our night out. Right? I would do the same yes, thing. I'm like, yes. fucking yes. And I think they were very nice about it. They picked up the bill, and they I would make up an excuse, too. I would, too. <laughs> they would. Well, guess who is there? Oh, no. <laughs> You know, we're in a big city. There are lots of clubs. What oh, is the likelihood no. that they would go to the same <gasps> one? Oh my God. To add to my shame, the wife asks how my sick daughter is. Oh. All better, just overreaction. Yes, we are assholes, and we pulled a Panama. We didn't want to hurt their feelings and avoided wherever they happened to be I in the club it. that night. Oh, Thankfully, no. we've never run into them at any of the clubs sense i totally get that though i mean i understand like you should just be up front you should be like you know what i'm not feeling it we're not feeling it but like to be honest if i had an excuse like that i totally would have used it because it's like yeah you had a nice dinner or whatever you just weren't feeling it you had a you had an i did it i i do that uh i called the herd that's what i call it i called the herd this week and um Literally, like my my thing is either like last year it was like you know what like I thought I was ready I'm not ready I'm still processing my divorce yeah. kind of thing. This year it was um I started saying like I've been seeing this guy for a while and we've decided to be exclusive like yeah you know that kind of yes. thing. So that's my my standard out, out. now, mm-hmm. um, which is absolutely not true. But um, but it's, it's easier. A good out. I've never been able to tell someone I just 
I didn't I didn't it feels like very harsh. you. It feels yeah. harsh. Well, it's because like, I know, I'm not I, and I know that we should just do that. I know that I we know. as a society should just do that. But like, I also but know that harsh. even if but I was okay with most, it, most people don't even do that. Most people they just, just fucking you, ghost, which I think is not okay. But like, even if I knew. I would not be mad at the person if they said that to me because I'd be like, you know what? That's your truth. That's fine. But I'm not going to lie. Like my, it would hurt my feelings. It would still hurt yeah. me a little bit right. to like know that like, oh, you just don't like me. Right. You know, like right. that, that would feel bad. So and it's nothing I, personal. I and that's come hard up with something that was like to personal self-esteem. Right. It's just your self-esteem. And it's like, yeah. I, I know rationally, like as a rational person, like I'm like, I know that. We just didn't fit. And that doesn't say anything about me right, or right. about this person. But I think that there is something, at least in me, that inherently, maybe it's my Pisces nature, I want people to like me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. No, I, yeah. I want everybody everyone wants to, to like, like Dude, me. Dude, that's the best thing your husband has ever shared was that like book cover that he found oh, online where it's like, I, I, I'm I not even good enough for myself by Capricorns. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I feel that in a yeah real fucking way <laughs> i feel like pisces are kind of the opposite where we're just like we like it's like that thing i told you where you're like somebody's in a relationship with you and you're like i don't believe that you actually like me like for like your whole life you're right. like i'm i'm suspect i'm side-eyeing yeah. that anyone actually likes me like for real for real. i'm an aries i can't understand why you wouldn't like me oh <laughs> we, we need to spread that aries. love around yeah. I do spread that love around. I have doused you guys in all that love. So much self <laughs> She's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I've exactly. given it to you. No, I've given it. I've gotten shove it down your throat. So much this year from yeah. you guys. So <laughs> definitely. Dive into New Jersey's rich history and diverse heritage. From colonial reenactments and Victorian architecture, scientific breakthroughs to the Underground Railroad. We're the crossroads of the American Revolution, birthplace of the motion picture, and home to the oldest lighthouse in the U.S. Explore our historic museums, view maritime marvels, and travel insightful itineraries. Learn more at visitnj.org history. What's uh, our crazy in love this week? All right. Where are I'm your ready. murder notes, girl? Here are my murder notes. Yay! Flipping them open. So, <laughs> first of all, as you know, I spent, uh, the, well, you guys know, no one else knows. Um, I spent the week in Vegas this week for work, mm -hmm. um, which I fucking love. Shout out to my Vegas peeps. I love them so, so, so much. Um, and I was riding around with my rep, Kara, who I fucking love. And she was like, and I was like, God, I gotta, I was like, I forgot it's my turn for crazy and love this week. She listens to the podcast, so she knows what I'm talking about. And <laughs> God, she's like, what? She's like, what are you talking about? Crazy and love. Um, and she was like, oh girl, you have to do this Vegas story. Oh, nice. shit. are you, this one I think is on my list to do. Tell me. Is it? it? Is it okay. the, is it the bodybuilders? No. Oh, okay. Oh, Forget I said anything. Is that the, Mar I said the Marky Mark no. movie? No. Oh, okay. Okay. This is the story of Ted Binion. And I know. <gasps> oh, I know Ted Binion. I grew up in Vegas. So, yes, let's do this. So, nice. Yes, as somebody who grows up, grew up in Vegas, you mm -hmm. probably were aware of the story. Yes. Because. Uh, Teddy Binion or Lonnie Theodore Binion. He was born in um, 
November 1943. Uh, he was one of five kids. He was the son of Benny Binion. Benny, Benny Binion. Binion. Like fucking Christ. <laughs> what? Benny Binion is like a legend. He is the one of the original pioneers of Las Vegas. He moved out to Vegas as and Vegas was basically just a dirt strip of nothing. Yeah. He was one of the first people to go out there and really create what Vegas is today. He opened up um, a casino called Binion's Horseshoe. Horseshoe is still on, uh, I believe it's on Freebox. Yep. I think, mm-hmm. yeah. Old school Vegas. Old yes. school Vegas. That's my favorite I love part. old school Vegas. I so know. he's like one of the originators of Vegas. I mean, like yeah. this is, um, I actually watched a 48 Hours Mystery and they interview Wayne Newton and he's like, you know, if it weren't for Wayne Newton, he'd be Mr. Vegas because he was like the... Guy, I mean, Binion's horseshoe was a big deal when yeah. I was a kid. Pin in this and talk for a second about Wayne Newton's motherfucking face. Whoa, <laughs> some shit has tweet. gone down. Tweet, like a tweet. It's tweet. Tweet. <laughs> so shiny. It looks really painful. Like, there is a. He like, barely moved you know it when me. he was talking. Guys, hey, <laughs> listen, like, both of you. I, I'm going to scold you a little bit for not being. You were out of town. You were very tired, and I forgive you entirely. But, right. like, Neither one of you were with me on Sunday when oh. we were watching the Grammys. And I was like low-key, high-key. Because I was like, that person's had Botox. Lady Gaga's had Botox. Yeah. And I was like low-key, high-key. I'm going to get Botox someday like in <gasps> yeah. my forehead. And Been the there, judgment that. I faced in that room. What? Why? From who? Because I'm apparently the only one who's <laughs> like, look, I'm a I little Chris, bit. I know Chris didn't give you shit. Oh, no. I have for sure Chris, fucking Chris, had. Chris had, did not. Dude, fake boobs liposuction fucking injections chris, chris gave me the, no like, shit chris gave me no shit but like i'm just saying i'm just saying like for me like i have no judgment with plastic surgery no i will say i think sometimes with the face it does get to a point where i'm like what's happening here i and did like, just read something courtney cox had all of her fillers like um dissolved out. and taken out and everything like that because she said like at a certain point like it starts to get She's like, I didn't even look like myself. No, anymore. she didn't. She didn't. Like she that started yeah. during friends, but yeah. but like but I have no judgment for those things. Um and I know I, tons of people like get Botox. You feel good. And yeah, what, yeah, yeah no whatever makes you feel good. About any of it. But honestly, whatever like you feel good. And I probably about will do a little in my forehead matters. someday because I want to. But like, they I say start will. sooner because well, they do. It's preemptive. I tried to explain this to people yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. They didn't understand. They, they were like, yeah, you do it when you're older. And I'm like, no, 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 no you no, should no. do it before no. your 30s. No, so you that like, before the creases wrinkle. Because I have one. I have a wrinkle in my forehead now. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But yes, Wayne Newton. Yeah. I just had to go on that sidebar because shiny, you guys weren't there to defend shiny me. Shiny <laughs> fucking face, man. I'm here to defend you, girl. Thank Don't you, you worry. All right. So anyway, um, Teddy, um, but Teddy, the son of Benny Binion, he is, um, again, he, this guy is like, Benny Binion is like the guy who created Vegas. Benny Binion, yeah. Ted, Teddy Binion, like grow the fuck up, right? <laughs> um, Benny Binion, uh, Binion's Horseshoe, they created the World Poker Tournament. Like this is like the, this is OG Vegas, yo. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Teddy was living the Las Vegas lifestyle, drugs, money, ladies, he's He's in his 50s, but he is He's like, you know, who my dad is my dad invented well, this town. You can yeah. just smell the like polo collars popped up. <laughs> You're oh, like, mm. no. But no, he really wasn't that guy. Like in pictures, he just looked like just like a normal dude. Normal like, dude. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's 
um, and not to downplay all his problems because he had major fucking problems. I mean, he was living he was living that that hardcore. It's hard to say, I don't want to say Vegas lifestyle, but because when you know that people that actually well, live there, it's not a Vegas and, lifestyle, yeah, but, but it's, it's what the idea of Vegas well, lifestyle and is. it's like it's not just like a Vegas lifestyle. It's like he was raised on the strip, essentially. Yeah. I think he was I think yeah. he really was raised on the strip. And and it's that rich kid lifestyle. Right. Combined with like neon lights. Like that's and your situation. Neon lights. And yeah, it's beyond. one thing if you have that rich kid's lifestyle in fucking Connecticut where there right. aren't It's a like, different kind of shitty different. than it is like if it's not like to say one is better or worse. It's just like it's different. Like this yeah. is the kind where it's I like fast paced drinking said, and vice is much more available. A lot of time um, in Montana on the farms in Montana. So that he had a pretty normal life. His sister talks about and they show pictures of them like on a ranch. And sure. So they, they actually had a very beautiful oh, okay. childhood. However, in like the I'm sure they're older, you know, teenage into adult years. I mean, he's he's taking advantage of this lifestyle. And, and he, anyone who grows up with that amount of wealth, like you are filth wealth. Yeah. Filthy yeah. wealthy. I mean, I can't imagine how shitty I would be. Look, listen, being poor or being lower middle class throughout my life and especially like in my formative years yeah. shaped me into a, a much better person. Sure. That's, that's why we talked earlier yes. about it's like if you make comments about my my place or whatever when I bring you in I've done so much work it's not like I have a lot of money I'm so but I've vulnerable done, I'm so yeah. vulnerable because I've always been vulnerable right. or weird about my place because right. I've, I grew I grew up, up a, poor yeah. I grew up you know and it really really like I've worked hard to have the place that I'm in right now which I think is fairly fucking it nice is, yeah you have a great place and, yeah i'm yeah. sorry and, and i'll say it i've already said this to you but badass bitch i'm sorry holding it down you by are yourself? holding it down by yourself hard. in los angeles mm-hmm. one of the most fucking expensive cities in the u.s if not the fucking world like honestly it's so yeah i get upset with myself that i let somebody fucking make me feel bad about myself yeah. or my situation because I am. You're exactly right. But that shit's like, hardwired, dude. Like, that's hardwired. I'm killing it out here. I have my own place, which, yeah. like, there no are roommates. so many. No roommates. None of that shit. And I fucking pay all my bills. I've And a dog and a cat. And a dog and a cat. I take care of myself. I can still go out. I can still do things. That's right. Yeah. I feel like growing up the way you did and living the way you live now, and same with me, I feel like it's shaped us. To be a certain way. And I'm not saying that growing up rich can't shape you in a positive way. But I'm saying I think I would be pretty shitty if I grew up with like an exorbitant amount of wealth. I think I'd be shitty because I just wouldn't have an understand. And that's not to say that people who grew up rich are shitty. I'm just saying like when we judge these people. people who've grown up rich who are completely humble. Of course. I'm just saying like whenever we judge these people harshly, it's like, well, imagine what you would be like if you had that kind of like unlimited you oh, don't I'd be, have to. I'd be terrible. I'd be the worst. I'd be pretty the worst. narcissistic I know I would. and I selfish I would. and impulsive. I would be, be horrible. the worst. People would look at me and they'd be like, she's the worst. I know they would. <laughs> yeah. The you worst. Know? Okay. Sorry. The worst. I'm so sorry. We keep interrupting. <laughs> All right. So anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So Teddy has been living the high life. Um, booze, money, drugs, women, ladies, the whole nine yards. Enter Sandy Murphy. Sandy Murphy grew up in Southern California, um, an only child to a working class family. Sandy um, decides to go to Vegas. This is her first trip away from home and away from her family. She's 21 years old um, and she goes with a girlfriend that's 1995. She goes to Vegas with her girlfriend. She brings 
what she says is in her budget. In this interview that I saw her in, I was like, she talks like that. Oh, it's a no. And I brought $15,000 and then I spent it all in the first hour. Oh, I want to punch her. Oh my God. You will die if you have to. Oh, I want to punch her yeah, so hard. Yeah. <laughs> she kind of reminds me of Anna Nicole Smith. And if like it's, you, in, oh. in the way that like, you know, that Anna Nicole Smith was kind of mo- almost playing a character. She was putting it on. Yeah. yeah I yeah, feel yeah. like I can't tell if she's putting it on or she really is this kind of like kind of for real kind of ditzy sexy babies are my least favorite she's it's so sexy baby. i hate sexy babies she's sexy baby so sandy the sexy baby brings fifteen thousand dollars <laughs> to vegas with her and she loses it all in the first hour playing <clears throat> playing uh blackjack what a maroon i'm sorry she lost fifteen thousand dollars in the first hour I get so, upset if I lose $15. Oh, my God. That's how I am. <laughs> I know. Like, if, I, if I come Girl. out of this in the red, I'm pissed. Do you, know, do you know I have the best week ever? If I find a 20 in my oh coat, my God, I'm you're like, like, fucking, this is going to be lit. I'm going to go get Chipotle twice. <laughs> That's how lit yeah. this shit's going to get. And we getting guacamole, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I took out $40 to spend on Vegas because um, I at, at the end of our evening, a couple, uh, a couple of the girls I was having i was with we went to like poker bar and like they have these little look the poker at the at the bar you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, the video Um, video poker thank you god i don't know why words are hard (laughs) and um i won i was up like 200 and some dollars right i got up what did i do you know me i love my fucking roulette i hit that fucking roulette table dude i was even up on roulette i was putting quarters in my fucking purse i was i was hoarding money I was up and guess what? Went in, cash that in, walked back, saw a girl that I liked from one of the roulette tables. I'm like, God damn it. I got to play again. What the fuck? I lost it all. Oh, I totally <laughs> but you know. had so much fun. Didn't I'm 40 you? bucks. Well, and here's, 40 here's the thing. Yeah. Like being 40 bucks in, that's the price of having fun at yeah. the adult. Arcade. And I know. And guess what? Paid. I mean, how many drinks did I have? Exactly. Yeah. Like that's, that's fine. If I was, that if 40 I bucks lost, dude, if, me two if, days. If, if I did Vegas for 40 bucks, I'd consider that a motherfucking win. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the last for time. Sure. Yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I've, I've done Vegas very well. I've never been out more than a hundred dollars like ever. Yeah. But like, I, if I lost $15,000, I would oh. jump off of the top of the stratosphere. <laughs> We're done here. Oh, my God. I would, I would feel so fucking oh, terrible. Yeah. There's no way I'd recover from that. No. Dude, I no. I felt like shit when I was up all that money. I'd gone back to my room, by the way, and came back down, then played roulette. And I'm like, God bless it. Like, if I could have just fucking... I would one more night like I could have just walked away up money right but I can't fucking let it go like what the fuck is wrong with me <laughs> it's this Vegas. is why you, that's this gambling is, yeah. this is why you can't Vegas more than like three or four days oh well, no, no it's not, not on our budget no, no. no. not apparently not even with fifteen thousand dollars well oh, if you're God. an idiot if you're, yeah, yeah idiot. exactly so anyway she's out and busted and her girlfriend suggested that um they sell some of the lingerie that custom lingerie that she has made Oh, so they geez. go to this was your plan. <laughs> go to make some money, girl. They um they decide that they're gonna go make some money by hitting up some of the local strip clubs and selling the sexy lingerie. I'm quitting my job because clearly, <laughs> like, there's no reason I need to have an honest nine to five. No. Why? You can I sell know. lingerie. I could just do this. Like right? I could just like wing it and fucking be okay. Apparently. Apparently. Anyway. Dude, what were we talking about? At any rate, about safety nets, man. I guess. There you go. Away. There you yeah. go. 
So anyway, she said basically it was as simple as asking the bouncer at these bars and just come on in and she's going to she just wants to sell her wares and she's going to she's going to she's going to model it for them on the stage. Okay. okay, so the funny thing right. is this. Right. Okay, so guys, the if you didn't, if you didn't know articles, that, I was doing the blowjob motion in my mouth because well, and this is what I'm saying about the whole be honest on your profile. It's like, dude, be fucking honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself that you you went in to make money at like stripping, yeah. which is fucking fine. Fine. Yeah. It's completely yeah. fine. Honest work. You don't have to lie about it, which makes her seem like a fucking asshole. That's no, because we know she's is, fucking like, lying. Her talking about it on this story was fucking hilarious. I'm because then it. every other article you ever read, it's it's like she she was a she was a dancer. No, of which course. is which is like, which is fine. Who cares? But it's like, like who right. cares so exactly? Who gives a shit exactly? That's and so it's. Like, what? and you, it's Vegas. Like that's good money. Yeah. Exactly. Make money. Yeah. Like, that's exactly. Fine. So I is... would do it if I could dance. Honestly, oh, I, 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 I can't fucking dance. I, I got can't. no boobs. I'm so awkward. So. It's like a lane up then. there. <laughs> There's a body type for everybody. That's true. Okay. Anyway, we <laughs> gotta focus. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So, um, this is when Sandy meets Ted uh, at Cheetahs. They, uh, she says the attraction is immediate. She is attracted to his big personality. His money. His big but wallet. she said that at the time, she just knew him as Ted. She didn't know anything about him. She wasn't from there. They just shown up. They... They don't know. She doesn't know anybody from anybody. She knows somebody's like deal. throwing a bunch of money on the well, stage and, or whatever. And, and here's the deal: those tell. other girls know who he is. Yeah, they right. have she, to. Like the people knew. you're working with know who that is. She knew right. he had money, and so she might have been attracted to him right away. But then she went backstage and was like, "Oh, this guy." And then they're like, "Oh yeah, that's Teddy Binion." Immediately, yeah. like yeah. there's yeah. no way that didn't For sure. happen. Exactly. But at any rate, um, she said she's attracted to his big personality. But again. Ted isn't just Mr. Personality. He's Mr. Vegas, and he's Vegas royalty at that. So um, Sandy was soon dating and living with Binion Mm -hmm. in his million-dollar home. Ted is in his 50s at the time, and Sandy is in her 20s. So, yeah. Um, Ted has all the money and all the problems. Uh, He has a serious heroin addiction. And, yeah, so when I said he was drugs, money, all that stuff... The drugs that he was taking were heroin. Yeah, so, that's that's yeah. that's a, it's a different level of drugs. That's it's a like, different it's level. It's not just like a cocaine habit, or which is bad just, enough. Just just <laughs> well, cocaine but habit. I mean, like I don't know. I feel like when you think about partying, you think yeah. about like yeah, those people get like hooked there on are cocaine. Def- definitely levels. Like it's like definitely like coke or molly yeah. or like all those things like those party when you drugs jump it's to like heroin, one thing it's when like you, that's when death jump or getting to like sober like heroin meth crack yeah. that kind of thing it's like yeah his issue with heroin um his favorite that she said is he really liked the black tar heroin oh and he did what was called um chase the dragon so if you're familiar with um heroin use this is not when you shoot it up this is when you smoke it burn it and inhale it yeah okay so it's more like a yeah yeah it's what they used to do in like opium dens right yeah um but it becomes a big problem um but at the, in the meantime, Sandy's like living it up. She's got a Mercedes. She's got She's like, jewels, I don't care what he does. A spending <laughs> I'm account. having a good time. Yeah. Right. And he doesn't give a shit either because he's like, I got this hot bitch on my arm. Yeah. yeah. So, you know what? They're both getting exactly it's what they wanted. It's a transactional they wanted. Exactly. relationship. Yeah. Yep. 
So, um, but because of Teddy's heroin addiction, as well as his um, connection to uh, some mobsters in town and things like right. that, the um, Casino Commission is, uh, is is fed up. So they basically um, ban him from his gambling license and ban him from entering his casino at all. His so own casino. His own casino. Which he, Wait, he's on, a what, part, on what grounds? Because of his, he has a... In his drug use? Drug use and... Yeah, what do they so care? He was, well, he's been arrested for this. Well, and it but might be if he's making a big scene in their establishment... That could be an issue. And you can't be friends with fucking mobsters and be running a casino. Like, this oh, is a running big it. fucking... Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you meant, like, entering it. I was like, no, oh, what, is Vegas, Vegas going to, like, no, he's not bar to most of the people that, like... Well, no, I think it's he's not allowed to enter If your name's casino, on the door and that's, that's your behavior, right. like, I think that that's a PR problem. They strip so, him okay. from his, his license. So okay. he is no longer allowed to enter his own casino. He actually has to sell... I think he ends up having to sell off his shares to his brothers or what's left of his... left of his sisters and brothers and basically get out but he's not even like i said not even allowed to enter his own casino at this time um at the same time his his drug addiction spirals because yeah. you know this is what he's lived for his whole life has been this casino and been part now of this he has casino. nothing else he, to do in his day but drugs yeah pretty much and so well, he was had, knee deep in drugs two, already two hobbies yeah and one one's gone one's well, gone and imagine like you don't lose all sense of shame entirely, like when right. you're in a when you're in a drug spiral. So when he doesn't lose all his money either, he's still fucking yeah. Filthy. So you've got yeah. tons of money, and also you're also having to live with the shame of this thing that your father built. Yeah, yeah. And like you are so fucked up that you can't get your shit together enough at, that this has happened. Yeah. Like oh, I would. I mean, at that point, like you're just like I just want to forget all about this. I don't want to live with this. I had the best conversation last night. Um, with a friend, I'll bleep his name out. I I talked with <laughs> called me last night, and um, I was talking about uh, like knowing what I should be doing. Like in my head, I know all the things that I'm supposed to be doing that are good for me: mm-hmm. exercising, cleaning my house, meditating, all mm-hmm. all yeah. these fucking things that you're supposed to be doing, and that makes it like almost almost worse because like then I get into this guilt spiral of course. being like mm-hmm. oh I'm do not doing I'm not doing this you become I'm not paralyzed doing this. and you become completely. paralyzed by yep. it and he just he said you know like it's just really fucking hard yeah and that like hit me so he's like that it's okay it's really fucking hard and he's like and you don't you're not always going to do yeah, the right well, and, stuff. And, it's and okay. Guess what? It's okay to feel the feelings you're feeling because it's, it's so amazing. Because okay so many to. people don't say something like that, where they're like, "It's okay. It's really hard," yeah. or "It's not fair." Because so many people, we have love and we want to help, yeah, and we offer advice and everything like that. Yeah. And sometimes that's almost worse. Yeah, where sometimes the best thing you can say to somebody is is exactly that. It's, yeah, that's not fair. Or yeah, you know what? It is really hard, and it's okay to feel like it's not fair. Yeah. It's just okay to feel that way. Yeah. You're you're allowed to feel that feeling. Yeah, no, I get it with like I understand how it can spiral in this kind in this way, the way that it's spiraling for him. And I understand that it can be very easy to like cast judgment, but if you're already like knee deep in a drug addiction. It's an addiction. Yeah. It's it's yeah. an addiction one and now you've got so much shit on top of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That right. like you're also having to contend with. So, so now, 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 no longer are you knee deep. He's like waist deep 
Yeah. Right. And, and I it, know that yeah. this can come across as me <clears throat> being like, oh, poor little rich boy. Like, you had so many problems. But, like, I mean, honestly, this guy, if, if we're being honest, he's been, he's had a heroin addiction problem since he was 17 years old. Mm. Can you fucking imagine being 55 years old and still doing heroin? Uh, yeah. I, no. <laughs> I think of some of my habits that I've had for like 20 plus years. It's like, that shit's deep in you. Well, and yeah. that's not heroin. You no. lean on whatever you, uh, you've, leaned on yeah so if he's leaned on heroin since he was 17 if you're going through a tough time that's it's going to be impossible to quit it oh yeah yeah. you i mean on on your own yeah yeah, absolutely but um teddy is super in love with sandy and at this time he ted has written sandy into his will um he <laughs> rut row roars right yeah um Red teddy, teddy then at the also around that same time meets this guy named rick tabish um they sh- have common interests um but he is also a convicted felon for theft ted befriends him and they start giving um and ted starts giving him odd jobs including building a vault in a nearby town called perump are you have you heard of perump i have perump yes. is like where all the um uh, cat houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are I don't know why I don't know what else to call You're them. Like, like brothels, houses. brothels. Where the brothels are. <laughs> You're whispering. Yes, I yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Because like, I was like, cat house seems like not the right word. It's, I, a it's brothel. very, yeah. it's very like wild west of you. I know, to be like, I know. Down at the cat house. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's good. Uh, yeah. No, I was like, what the hell are they called? Um, but out there, it's like literally. I've been out there. There's literally. And nothing. It is like one small strip in like this. Like it is the wild it west. It is kind of literally there. the wild west. Yeah. It is nothing, and it is sand and desert and mountains, and it's the craziest place you've ever been. And he um, he owns this property between like basically I think it's like a Burger King and a and a casino that's out there. And um, he has uh, Rick build this vault in which he wants to keep money that he has taken out of the casino that was his. <laughs> Not just everything money. about this sounds like a terrible plan. <laughs> Silver bars, cash. What? Yeah. Are you a, a monopoly? A like, rare, uh, a rare coin collection, <laughs> diamonds. I mean, it's crazy. He's like, all Rick. right, listen. So, I'm willing to give Teddy bars. the benefit of the doubt, but I'm also like, Teddy, are you? You you sound like uh, you, someone who stopped maturing mentally at seventeen. Like that's what you sound like. Like you sound like you didn't. They said that ma- the maturing. silver bars. I think alone they said were all worth almost seven this is million so dollars. Oh, it's so dumb. God, poor okay. baby. Oh poor dumb God. sweet Teddy. Okay. Uh, oh. So um, all this is happening. He's you know befriended this Rick guy. Um, you know Rick's his buddy. Um. And, you know, all this is happening. All these things, you know, are kind of coming to the surface. You know, he's like spiraling out of control. Um, He also kind of starts to get the feeling that Sandy may be having an affair and maybe cheating on him with Rick. And (laughs) yes, and he has told his sister, um, he told his attorney the day before that, um, before to take him her out of the will and he tells his sister um well his sister says that ted told her if it was if it ends up he's dead she knows who did it who did it the next morning or the next afternoon september 17th 1998 sandy calls and says she has found ted cold on the floor surrounded by pill bottles the police i think i remember that because i was eight i was still living in i was still living oh it was like it was huge 
huge Vegas story. Huge Vegas like, news. Like crime of the century for Vegas. Yeah. You know, he sounds so lonely. Yeah. yeah. Like it makes me sad for him because I'm just like clearly like you don't surround yourself with people like that who you can buy yeah. essentially. Like Bono said once where he's just like if you look around the room and all of the people who are eating next to you were are, are being employed by you, mm. then like that's when you know you have a problem. Mm. And I'm like, not that they were being employed by him, but clearly like they're using him yeah, for, for something. And like, yeah. that's so sad. That's for sure what the sister is. Cla- and that's what the family is like from day one is like, she's a, she's after his money. She's after his money. He, she, of course, is like, of course, I mom, loved him. I loved him. She, listen, Anna Nicole Smith said the same thing and I love her, but like, Come on. <laughs> so um, they do find his body. They find pill bottles on the floor. Um, you know, again, he's a well-known heroin addict. You know, he's been using again since he's 17 years old. So like one old. plus one equals two. Right. And the yeah. police basically are just like, this is an open and shut case, likely an overdose. And the coroner, the coroner concludes so. But then um, after an autopsy, they find that heroin and Xanax were found in his stomach. And they now classify it as a homicide because and and one of the guys on the 48 hours I was watching, um, he said that he's like people who use black tar heroin. He's like, you know, there's multiple ways to use it. He's like, you're not going to eat it. You're not going to ingest it. Right. Yeah. You, yeah. That's yeah, weird. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. like, nobody would waste it in that way. He's not that kind of user. He wasn't injecting speed into his stomach like Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. No? Okay. Oh, God. Injecting Ugh. heroin straight into the stomach. Right. Oh. Just saying. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. I didn't know that was a thing until yeah. we yeah. looked yeah. at Jerry Lee Lewis. Now that you say that. Um, at any rate, at this point, because they find this, their like, suspicions start to swirl. Rick Tabish is caught out in Pahrump with a tractor in the middle of the night, 2 a.m., with a lo- loading silver into his truck. What? An officer Sir. pulls up because it's like fucking basically like just blank land. You're going like, to see a fucking motherfucker out there uh, with a the tractor. You're going to hear it. You're going to yeah. see it. So yeah, all the up, things. Cop pulls up. Hey, and, what you uh, doing, buddy? Yeah. He's <laughs> whoop, like... Whoop. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he told the officer that he was getting it for Ted's daughter, Bonnie, at 2 a.m. Like you do. As you do. And he goes... And the funny thing is, is the guy, the cop was like, he goes... Have you told the family that you're getting it? He's like, no, I haven't called him yet. And he's like, oh, of course not. Why you know? would you? You're going to yeah. surprise him. You're going to put a big bow on it yeah. like you do on those cars on Christmas morning <laughs> and be like, surprise, uh, millions of dollars worth of silver. <laughs> Rick is arrested. Yeah. <laughs> Shocker. Yes, sir. And um, guess who bails him out? Sandy. Sandy Murphy. Perchance? At the same time, though, you guys, I was watching, like, I've read, I read a bunch of articles as well. So, Modus, some of it comes from Wikipedia, some of it comes from uh, Sun Times, some of it comes from different articles that I've read from different uh, places. Um, But one of the things that I saw on the 40 Hour Show that I was like, had me shook. There's a fucking video that her attorney videos her walking around the house like manic going through shit like this is mine. I'm taking that. But and she is just like inventorying the house like Yikes. before he died or after 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 he died. So it seems like she wouldn't have known that and it was a coming. Hyper manic state. No, after he's dead. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like if she knew it was coming, wouldn't she have already put her ducks in a row? Like if she's oh, that right. manic after he's dead, that seems like she's trying to get her hands on as much shit as possible. Right. So either she's a very bad planner 
Mm. Which, which it I sounds think. like she could be. Um, <laughs> she loses fifteen grand in a day. Right. Like, she also yeah, might so not have she... known that that day before that he she was written out of the will. Or that oh, that's yeah. true. Okay, fair enough. Because yeah. she was in the will. He wrote her off out of the will literally the day before she killed him. Okay. Okay. Ooh. So maybe yeah, it threw a wrench in her plans. Okay. Mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? I don't know. Anyway. Uh. Okay. So. Uh, I told you about the sister says that she's like, if she ends up, he ends up dead. This dude you, did it. You know, yeah. it's her yeah, that yeah. did it. Um, but a ter- uh, Ted had apparently had millions of dollars, not only in um, in this vault, but also had apparently had millions of dollars in his home, stashed away in different areas, hiding places. There's like rumors that he has some kind of hidden treasure on his uh, treasure <laughs> on his property. So like this is like all part of the lore of his house. Like this oh, lore that's you know hanging over his property is that yeah. he has these like there's different mounds in the yard and we're certain and again on the 48 hours show they do at the end of the show go treasure hunting. It's the dumbest thing. Ugh <laughs> oh, God. I know. Um. Anyway, well, and I mean, I'm like, I'm sorry. That many silver bricks. I don't blame them for thinking like there might be something there buried be. on this property. There's because there's still there's definitely still millions. <laughs> like this was a Vegas pirate. There's still millions of dollars in missing things. But I'm sorry if you've lived with him for so many years. I'm sure that Sandy she was knew stashing exactly away. where yeah. all yeah. this was. Yeah, she's playing that yeah. long game. Why? Okay. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Sorry. So anyway, on June 24th, 1999. Both of them were arrested for murder in the first. Uh, Sandy and Rick seem very openly in a relationship at this time. In some of the video they showed, she's like holding on to his arm. They kind of, you know, are constantly touching each other. It's very awkward. She sounds real dumb. One of the key witnesses, um, which I believe her name was Deanna. Yeah, Deanna Perry. Um, she said she was her nail girl. And at the time said that she um, had that Sandy had told her when she was getting her nails done that he wouldn't be around that much longer. One of the forensic pathologists... Why, why do you tell your nails so girl? fucking dumb? Like, I don't know. Listen, I know what it's like to be awkward. Like, when... Like, if, if you go alone to get your nails done and you're feeling real awkward and you might, like, overshare... Oh, yeah, I'm a hairstylist. <laughs> I, get I get that. It. But, like, this girl is stupid. Yeah, wait yeah. for it. A uh, forensic <laughs> pathologist says that not only was he overdosed... Um, but likely killed by burking, which is a form of strangulation <gasps> that is not very detectable. Burking so, hair. I know what it is. So, yeah, it's basically a method where you can strangle somebody, but there doesn't leave any marks, really. Yeah. So fun fact. This came from a pair of Scotsmen. Did you not know this? No. Okay. Burke and Hare. Burke and Hare were a pair of, I think, oh, no, they were Irishmen in Scotland or in England, but somewhere in like... Uh, old timey when we needed to use bodies cadavers for science Mm -hmm. and so they made a lot of money by killing people and bringing in their bodies and the the first time they brought in a body they'd obviously killed the doctor was like thanks for this body but also I'm only going to give you like a little bit of money for it because you fucked this body up and I know you killed this person but I'm going to look the other way Right. so ever since then there was two of them and one would sit on the chest while the other one like suffocated them so that there wasn't any like they compressed the chest yeah. so that there weren't any cover, marks like yeah of, like it was like it was death. like they were playing the pass out game yeah they were like they get them real wasted first yes. and then they would like sit on their chest until what was they that died. was that a case file episode there or was, was it i've heard that there was a lore episode on it and there was also i think 
I think my favorite murder did it oh, when they were in. Okay, when they yes. were in. Yes, okay. it was an MFM. Yeah, I was like, I yeah, we just listened to that. Not anyway, fun history fact. Burke. Love it. Um. Anyway, so the forensic pathologic pathologist is is you know saying that this is a very likely way that he died. Like basically, they're saying like this overdose wasn't taking fast enough, so to expedite it and make it move forward faster, he believes that they use this Birkin method to um, kill him. And um, after eight days uh, in deliberation, the jury finds them both guilty of first-degree murder. Uh, Sandy, I think they're both given 25 years in prison or something, 25 to life or something like that. Um, But Sandy writes Alan Dershowitz, who is um, agreed to spearhead her appeal. So I don't know if you know this name. It sounds familiar, but... O.J. Simpson. Oh, for fuck's Mm -hmm. sake. So um, Dershowitz basically is like, this this case is, you're clearly not guilty. I can't believe... You're so pretty. How can anyone so pretty? Some of those silver bars. (laughs) You're so pretty and you have so much secret money. Could I have some of that secret money? (laughs) So she gets a new trial, and her and Rick both get a new trial. Rick's attorney, by the way, is this guy from San Francisco. Um, Sarah, I believe is his last name. Fucking banana slacks. This guy is, he has like long white hair and a ponytail. And I'm telling you, dude, if you don't watch the 48 Hours Mystery just to fucking see this, you're (laughs) truly missing out. This guy was like, he used to um, apparently... He would represent like Hell's Angels and all kinds of shit. Like he was, he's just this wild guy. And him in court, it's I'm like sh- just shook watching. Like it was, <laughs> it's worth watching just for that. Like I said, um. So some of the things that come out of court this time, Deanna Perry says she was paid. Her family, uh, the family of the, um, I'm sorry, the Binion family had paid her $20,000. The Binion family said that it was a reward for information. Is that the nail tech? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, the said forensic pathologist only went off of pictures. He didn't actually examine the actual body. Hmm. So... There's a few things in there that were like, people were like, mm, that was a little suspicious. I hate when things are unclear. Uh-huh. I don't like it. I know. Because the thing if of it is. you can't is get the conviction, seems- you can't, you can't fucking make shit up. And yeah. that's, that's the problem. Because yeah. that's the thing is, is reasonable doubt is, very is circum- reasonable doubt. This is all very circumstantial. Correct. The only real thing that they have to think that in which it's murder and I think everybody is the heroin in his stomach. It's stomach. Yeah, that's fucking yeah. weird. Heroin that's not, and Xanax. Yeah. Both in his stomach. You don't all of a sudden decide like, I'm going to eat this heroin. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that to me, I'm like, well, obviously there's something very fucking fishy that happened. But if that's all you have to go on, you can't. I mean, no, that's that's the way our fucking society works for the rest of their life yeah. even if they did it like yeah that's always how i feel about these things where i'm just like yes it would suck if this woman fucking got away with this shit and that guy got away with this shit yeah but at the same time it's like we always have to err on the side of not putting an innocent person in jail Correct. for the rest of their lives yeah. like we I can't know. do that yeah i know but then it's hard to 
I mean, not that I think in this case that they're going to end up killing again, but it's hard in the cases where you do see somebody who does end up fucking killing people again because they weren't. It's an, right. it's, it's, it's it's an imperfect hard. system. It is an imperfect system. That's but the tricky thing. But it's the best thing. we have because we're imperfect yeah. creatures. You know? So at the end of the day, they do succeed in overturning the conviction. Um, conviction. It's a not guilty in murder. The jury does find them guilty, however, of stealing the silver robbery. Sandy gets out on the time served. Um, but because uh, Rick uh, Tabish has a prior convic- conviction, he was in the, in prison a little bit longer. They're both out now. Um, the silver from the Pahrump uh, vault did go to um, Ted's daughter, Bonnie. Um, a large amount of of the wealth that was found, like some of the... Um, Bar, there's some bars of silver there's um some of the coin collection some of that stuff is still actually unclaimed at the courthouse currently um and um, again people claim i need to hop on ancestry uh, right yeah I'm i mean a I'm, cousin. Listen, I, I used this. to live there is is there a seven degrees <laughs> yeah. to teddy bunyan Dude, if money is just sitting around can you right? can you make a cl- i like i got i got a claim i'm not related to this dude but right? can i just have well, it i feel like can I it? Too. why didn't his daughter just go I, get it yeah like, that's I feel maybe she just has enough money that she's like, I don't care, which must be nice. But like, I feel like there should be a thing that if large amounts of money are sitting for a certain number of years, that it should just be donated to the city for like either like. I think it should just hmm. automatically go to the next kin. I mean, that's fine, but also like. Because I mean, Vegas could use some new roads. Like, they could use some education. They don't need any more. Like, you you look at like city governments, like Bell, for instance, here in California, where they were so fucking corrupt and they were like. It's not like they were using the money for anything. No, good absolutely. Or but that's what but I'm yeah, saying. Next, I think next to I think that there like, should be a law. Just money sitting there. But she there. clearly doesn't want yeah. it. So I think like if if I think there should be a law that's I like think they if should this, just give it to us. If that's this cool. money, give it fine, to us. give it to me. But like <laughs> if this money is unclaimed, donate it to Las Vegas schools. Yeah, yeah. donate yeah, yeah. it to an inner city program. Like exactly. there are people who could really benefit from it more than Bonnie Binion, and I'm sure she's a lovely lady. But like <laughs> there are. Poor people who could benefit from that money. Correct. Yeah. Give so, them that money. But again, there's still um, a claim that there's buried treasure on his property. Um, nothing has been found. You guys want to go treasure hunting? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Rare coins and miscellane- miscellaneous other fortunes are still at this time considered missing. So nice. I believe if I... If I if I'm a betting girl, which we know that I am now, um, <laughs> I have I, my money's on. Uh, yeah. Sandy? My money is on Sandy stash some of that but do you oh, think she's however absolutely. do you think she's smart enough she's I don't she know. Uh, there's that too maybe rick did but i will tell you that she is is not living a sad life any longer she not. is um married to an art dealer and now lives in orange county and on the show she was driving a beautiful porsche i gotta tell you guys Kanye. i i will say my dream car she's clearly not super smart but i will <laughs> say i wish i had one tenth of the charisma yeah women who are able or men like people who are able to do this where they can just go from like one super rich per- like that's how they make their fortune is yeah. just by like playing Being lucky. It's, not, it's not through charisma because you're you're very charismatic Thank that's you. not a quality that you're lacking it's that you have a, an influx of empathy that's the problem you have a moral compass that points somewhere towards exactly exactly it's 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 literally like your guilt would kill you almost almost too much and it's almost it's it's i have that too you know and it's like 
Yeah, we you care couldn't. too much about other people. Yeah, I like yeah. to pretend like I'm a cold, heartless bitch, but I'm also. I would start to feel bad yeah. if I knew that Teddy Binion really loved me and I was just fucking playing you, him. I would you, start to if feel you bad. You were with Teddy Binion. You no, would Binion. do everything yes. in your power to save him. Oh yeah, right. I would get wrapped even if I started out just like I'm going to use this motherfucker for his money. I don't care what happens to him. Oh, There's no. no way. Like yes, once you, you once I got to know someone as a human being, I'd be like I'm. You would. I'm stuck now. Yeah, yeah. you would be. You would be using. Using all of that that money and everything like that to put him into programs and to try to help him. Like that's the kind of yeah. person you are. But instead, this Thank you so much. this fucking <laughs> yeah. bitch. I'm sorry. I even even if she didn't kill him, like at the very least, this is somebody that that get... obviously was like really trouble and was like, have fun doing black tar heroin. I'm gonna go shopping. Yeah. Gonna, bye. bye. How could but but like, how do these people fun? find it's just like when we talked about Jerry Lee Lewis getting married seven times. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how does so I know normal, happy people, good people that can't get a date. Mm. And I'm like, <laughs> have you met my friend hey, Christina? You go on dates at least. Like yeah. I know I know good people, like nice, nice people yeah. who like yeah. can't get a date and I'm yeah, like no, these too. guys get married seven times they marry rich rich people I'm like that's bizarre like yeah. it's just so weird that's a level of sparkle that I don't know about yeah like I don't well, know you, you got hit some the shine we've, we've called it before where you know I you're you're right I don't have problems getting a date I've I've lamented the fact of like a lack of relationship it's it's literally a just anything will do kind of for kind these of people and they're yeah, willing to yeah, mold yeah. themselves they're willing fine. i mean she must be totally willing to mold herself to right. whatever as long as she's just getting what she wants monetarily yeah, yeah exactly where i'm like there are several situations i could have gotten myself oh in absolutely this year oh yeah that, oh that i know been, yeah that were like christina we could have been it kicking it poolside like hardcore in like mm-hmm. malibu this summer had you just just <laughs> got a little bit of that sandy energy <laughs> lost half your empathy exactly but no i i just that's not not my jam so no it's uh-huh. good yeah it's good in the that's end it's a good thing that's a good thing that was a good story yes, good i liked yeah. that one i knew of it but yeah. like getting the the dirty deets for one really one good. yeah well yeah. we can uh like i said we can thank my friend kara from vegas Thanks, for uh, kara. giving me thank inspiration you, nice so yeah all right well if you have any crazy in love suggestions i know we're always open to taking suggestions so you can go ahead and email us at myworstdatepodcast at gmail.com if you have any crazy stories worst date stories always looking for more worst date stories yeah, uh, send them to us nothing is too small nothing is too insignificant so if you're thinking that send it anyway yeah even if you got a little quickie yeah we you know we need them for our shorties so please like if you've got a couple sentences we're interested in it you can also stop by our website myworstdatepodcast.com where you can also submit your stories there through our contact us page you can also find our patreon through there all of our social media is linked through there uh, it's kind of a one-stop show shop yes and thank you so much we'll see you next time cheers Cheers. this episode is brought to you by starfield embark on an epic journey through the stars in bethesda game studios first new universe in over 25 years in this next generation role-playing game you decide who you are and what you will become the most important story is the one that you tell captain your own ship as you venture through the settled systems 
Exploring over 1,000 planets while unraveling humanity's greatest mystery. For all, into the Starfield. Visit www.starfieldgame.com to learn more and buy now. Rated M for Mature. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.